My message tonight is entitled, You are a good or bad tree. One of the two. The second part I added in just for fun. The truth is that you are either a good tree or a bad tree. You cannot be one or the other. You are one or the other. Matthew 7 verse 16 says this, You will know them by their fruit. Everybody say fruit. So we know the emphasis is on fruit. What type of fruit that you bear. There are different types of fruit. There are the fruit of the Spirit. There are fruit of productivity. There are different things. But the evidence of God in your life will be by the fruit that you produce in your ministry, in your business, in your family, in your children. Everything that, that is around you and that you affect will be influenced by how God influences you and produce either good or bad fruit. He says, you will know them by their fruit. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit, good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. How many of you think it's important that we bear good fruit? Amen. The reality is, is that in order for us to be able to bear good fruit, that fruit must come from a tree. The reality is, is that you and I, in our, in our journey with God, we are referred to as many different things in Scripture. One of the things that you can compare us to is you can compare us to a tree. And Jesus speaks many times about in parables and in different ways. And you can see when he's doing this that he's referring often to to a tree. So, so you, could, you could say that in our lives we become trees, either good trees or bad trees, and we must bear fruit. We will either bear good fruit or bad fruit. That's the way that it'll be. Jesus goes and he tells a parable that is so important. He shares this parable with us because I really believe that part of the problem when it comes to bearing fruit in our lives is because of the condition of our hearts, and the way that we receive His Word. Most of you know this parable, but we're just going to break it down this evening and see what the Lord wants to do. Let's go to Luke 8, verse 4. Luke 8, verse 4. Are you all okay this evening in Vero Beach? Amen. Amen. I think I'm going to have a sip of water. Luke 8, verse 4 says, And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city. So you can tell that at this moment, Jesus' ministry is growing, and people are coming to see him from everywhere. The Bible tells us that there's a great multitude. So there's a lot of people that are listening to this message. And, and as it says, they're coming from everywhere. And it says this, he spoke a parable. He spoke by a parable. He says, the sower went out to sow seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because its 
because it lacked, it lacked, it lacked moisture. And some fell away among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he said these things, watch this now, he cried. Everybody say he cried. This was serious to him. He cried. Now he cried, and, and they say this is what he cried. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. This was a very important parable that Jesus had released to the individuals. Remember, he's always teaching us that you'll know people by their fruit. In order for a fruit to be bore, there must first be a seed. That seed gets planted and grows into a tree that will either bear good fruit or bad fruit. But the way that that seed must grow is so important. And the way that that ground, that ground is prepared to receive that seed so that the tree can grow and bear good fruit is also so very, very important. Are you with me? What's so great about this parable is that Jesus immediately wants to explain. So watch what happens. Then his disciples asked him, saying, what does this parable mean? And he said, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. Now he's about to tell us what it means. The seed is the word of God. Everybody say the word of God. So the seed is the Word of God. Now, he doesn't talk much about this. He doesn't talk much about the sower here. He does when he actually shares the parable. So I want you to understand that the parable starts out with a sower. So we're going to kind of start there before he begins to break down what the Word of God and all of that is. There will be sowers in your life. There will be people that will bring you the truth of God's Word. Sowers. I would like to, I would like to suggest that the man standing before you is a sower. Amen. So I will be sowing seed, but I'm not the only one. If you're a young person, you have a parent, they'll be sowing seed as well. Hopefully that is good seed. Okay, and all of us will have people in our lives that are spiritual people that know the Word of God, that want to lead us into paths of righteousness, that will be sowing seed in our lives. He says here, he says that the seed is the Word of God. So we know that the Word of God is like a seed that has to come into us. And then the way that that seed is received and is able to grow will affect whether we, whether we become a good tree or a bad tree. This is really important. Are you with me? So we must, as I always say this, we must be very careful that we don't just read over something and not take a good look at what it's actually really saying. So he says the seed is the Word of God. He says, those by the wayside, now he's about to break it down into different categories. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and take away the word out of their heart, lest they should believe and be saved. So the first ones are the ones where the word is sown and it just falls by the wayside. The devil comes and takes them away out of, his, out of their heart. And it says, watch this, lest they should believe and be saved. Listen, this is not only referring to salvation. This is referring to a lot more than salvation only. Are you with me? The reason why we know that is because the word saved is the Greek word sozo. And I've taught you what the word sozo means. The word sozo means to be saved, 
to be delivered, to be made well, to heal, or to rescue. In other words, God's Word can come as a seed. But when it falls by the wayside, when we don't receive that Word, what happens is that Word will cause us to not walk in the things that God wants to do in our lives. They will not bring us an ongoing salvation. That salvation is not only eternity. When we get saved, we're going to heaven. That's a guarantee. But we also have to be delivered in our journey. We have to be made well in our journey. We have to receive healing in our journey. There are times we'll need to be rescued in our journey. That's what sozo means. So what happens is because we don't receive the word, let's say, let's say the word comes and it's something that challenges your heart, but you immediately listen to the word and refuse the word so it goes by the wayside. You don't accept that word. What happens is that word has no power to bring you deliverance, to bring you healing, to bring you out of whatever situation you're in. That word cannot bear any fruit. In fact, it tells us, it says, lest they should believe. You see, believing is so important because we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you don't, if you don't receive that word, you'll receive no faith from it to be able to receive your breakthrough, to be able to receive your healing, your deliverance. So many times as a minister, I'll preach a word and, you know, and it's like a really powerful word. Thank you for your encouragement. Let me try that over there. I don't even know if I should try, really. Sometimes you'll preach a word that is, has the potential to be so life-changing and some people will take it and it will absolutely change their lives forever. Other people will not receive it because they don't want to receive it, because they don't want to change. And guess what? You're going to lose out on what that word has the ability and has been sent out to do because the word has fallen by the wayside. I'm not going to focus in on the soils and all of that. I want you to just read it plainly for what it is. Jesus says those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe. Because they don't believe, they don't really receive that word fully. The enemy comes and takes it, and then they don't receive that salvation. They don't receive that healing. They don't receive that deliverance. They don't receive that breakthrough. This happens a lot in the lives of many, many believers. James 1.21 says this, So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. And humbly accept, everybody say accept, the Word of God, the, the Word God has planted in your heart, for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's Word, you must do what it says, otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. So in other words, we 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 we. we We'll, we'll say we're Christians, but we never allow the Word to truly transform us. We never take the Word and, and say, okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to receive this Word, and I'm going to go for it with, with your Word. I'm going to obey your Word and do what your Word says. I'm going to be a doer of the Word. Whereas when we take the Word, it comes into our hearts, we receive the Word, and it has the potential to save us, the ability to take us right out of that situation. Listen, I have seen over the years of ministry how people will walk into a service that are so full of evil. 
and darkness. But the word pierces their hearts. And in that moment, they surrender and their hearts become. Testing, there we go. I was at such a good place, guys. Okay, so what happens is our hearts, when they, when they get soft, when the Word goes out and the Holy Spirit is busy working, what happens is that touches our hearts. And I've seen time and time and time again how it brings deliverance. It brings healing. It brings salvation. I've seen Christians that have been serving the Lord for 25 years that a word goes out and they're like, hmm, I'm not going to receive that. And guess what? They stay right where they are. They don't have their breakthrough. They don't have their experience, their encounter with God that can potentially change everything for them. So we must never allow the Word of God that is truth to fall by the wayside. Because as soon as it does, that Word that is so powerful, that saves and changes lives, the enemy comes and snatches it away and takes it away. And it will not do what it was sent out to do. Are you with me? Thank you, Mike. Yes. All right. I think that one sounded better, but anyway. See, they give the other guys the nicer mic, you know? All right. Let's get back to Luke 8, verse 13. Luke 8, verse 13. He says, now he gives a second example. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. So what happens is this is an individual that comes into a service. We'll use a service as an example, but this can be someone that's in a house. This can be someone that's in a U group. This can be someone in your workplace, someone that you're ministering to. But essentially what happens is you speak to them. They hear the word of God. They have a moment where they go, wow, that's, that's so awesome. And they're like, oh, this is so wonderful. And I really believe there's a lot of people that fall into this category. They come to church on Sunday and they're like, oh, hallelujah, that was so wonderful. They walk out with joy. And then something happens that week. Something goes wrong that week. And when something goes wrong, everything once again, they end up again losing that word. The Bible says that, it says they receive the word with joy. And these have no roots who believe for a while and in temptation fall away. So what happens is the word comes, they believe the word, but then something happens, temptation we need to look at that word temptation because it means more than what you probably think. What it means is basically what happens is in that week, a trial comes, a test comes, or some form of temptation that leads you into some kind of sin comes, and then that word doesn't have the ability to get grounded, rooted, and bear the fruit that it was sent out to bear in your life. You're either a good tree or a bad one. Oftentimes when we have temptations or trials, that's when we let go of God's truths. That's when we begin to compromise. That's when we begin to sin. Are you with me? That's what happens. Come on, admit it. You do it. You do it. You. 
when we have these, 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 these situations that show up, that, that these trials or tests or tribulations, I've seen many times someone be walking with the Lord a long time and when they're in a safe environment, ladies in the house, pay attention. While you're in the house, you're covered. You're in a safe environment. When you get out there, you've got to hold on to that word. Are you with me? You can't let it go. Because as soon as the trials come, as soon as the difficult stuff comes, that's when you've got to hold on to that word. Are you with me? So important. See, in the, in the, in the church environment, while you're here, or while you're sitting with someone that's sharing with you and encouraging you, you feel so good. But as soon as something comes your way, you're like, oh, you know, I don't know if this really applies to me. Or, and you let go of that truth, and it doesn't bear the fruit it was sent out to bear. This happens to so many Christians. It happens to all of us at times. Are you with me? Every All of you except for me. It's not funny. This one's a big one. It says, now the ones that fell among thorns are those who when they heard go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life. And bring no fruit to maturity. So these ones receive the word. And, and actually the fruit actually wants to begin to grow. But it can't grow because of three things. The Bible talks about cares. The, what the word cares there really is actually describing worry, anxiety, stress. So what happens is God's word comes. It gives you joy. It brings you freedom. You go into the world and now you have cares, the cares of the world, stress, finances, marriage, whatever it is that you're dealing with, business, whatever it is, something came up and you didn't expect it, some kind of a challenge or whatever it was that comes and challenges you. And then as soon as that happens, you go into a situation of, of stress or, or anxiety or worry. Are you with me? And when that happens, what happens is your fruit doesn't grow to maturity. Because you've been distracted and you've allowed what God's word was sent out to be, to be choked. It also speaks of riches. Riches. Riches and pleasures, the things of this world. What happens is many, many times God's word goes out and he's beginning to do a great work in us. But then because of the things of this world, we don't follow through with what God's wanting to do in our lives because of the pleasures of this world. Are you with me? So we have to make sure that we stay in line with God's word, that we follow his word in every single situation. And in all these different things, we've got to make sure that we keep our hearts right and connected to God so that we can continue on to bear good fruit. Amen. Amen. And then he has one more. He talks about the good soil. He says this. He says, but the ones that fell on good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. It's so important that you understand that fruit doesn't get bore in a day. It's a process. In order for you to get to where God wants you to go, 
It's going to take some time. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. So God will begin to bear fruit with you. But if you can keep your heart right, in other words, you hear the word, you listen to the word, you receive the word, you follow the word. It doesn't fall by the wayside. Are you with me? If you receive God's word and something comes your way, a stress, a challenge, whatever it is, you hold on to that word. When you do that, that word continues to grow. And that word will ultimately, eventually bear good fruit for you in your life. And that's when you become extremely effective in the kingdom of God. Keeping your heart right is one of the most challenging things for us as Christians. <laughs> the people that say amen are the ones that know. Some of you, your hearts are so bad, you can't tell whether it's good or bad. But not you, just that's the guy I'm watching online. Amen. We have to keep our hearts right before God in order for our hearts to receive His Word. God is speaking to us all the time. And right now on the planet, He is speaking to us so powerfully. There are words that are being released. There's revelation being released at the moment that is so life-changing and has the ability, I mean, my word, the Lord has opened our eyes to understand that He's called us to do great things for His kingdom. But if we allow the enemy to come and choke that word and cause us to not step into our destiny, we will never bear that fruit that He desires for us to bear. How many of you here want to bear good fruit? How many of you want to be a good tree that's planted? Amen, that's my desire. And it's my desire for each and every one of you. You see, it's so important because I can come and give you revelation week after week and, and challenge you and get you all excited and all of that stuff. But if I don't tell you that it's so important that you understand that the condition of, the, of your heart when the word goes out is so important. For example, if you sleep, you get nothing. That's a guarantee. So it doesn't help you come to church and you fall asleep. I know where you are. You're lucky I'm nice. When I was younger, I would have come for you. <laughs> then you see how no one sleeps in church ever. I just do it once every few months in the old building. That's when I had long hair and I was wild. <laughs> now I'm, I'm more refined. I've bought more fruit, you know. <laughs> Amen. You young people, you watch video games. You stay up all night, but you can't stay awake for... Half an hour in church. Amen. And if you're upset with me, come and talk to me afterwards. I'll be happy to have a chat with you. I want to challenge you to receive God's word. I want to challenge you to take his word, receive his word into your heart. Don't allow your heart to get hot. And when something comes your way, when you receive the word of God, don't allow it to be stolen by the enemy because something happens and you, and you submit to whatever it is that he brings into your life. So many Christians fall away because of things that happen in the church, because of an individual in the church, and then it becomes a church hurt. And the pastor doesn't even know about it. And that's the enemy stealing. Are you with me? 
Amen. All right, one more scripture. Is this okay? I know it's a little different. I'm not really teaching tomorrow, so I thought I'd do it tonight. Hebrews 5 verse number 12 says this. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again basic things about God's Word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and does not know how to do what is right. Listen, milk is good. I like milk. We all like milk. Milk nourishes us. Milk makes, milk, milk makes us grow. It makes us stronger. So there's nothing wrong with milk. But in order for us to be able to walk with God and allow the, the, more, the, the deeper things, the more, the, the more intense, the things that really change our hearts, we have to be able to receive more from God. Are you with me? We can't just believe that He died and saved us. We have to believe that He called us. We have to believe we have purpose and destiny. Are you with me? So he says, solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skills to recognize the difference between right and wrong. I want to challenge you this evening to dig into the Word of God. Seek His Word and don't allow any of those things that the enemy desires to do to steal the seeds that God wants to plant in your heart. Because I believe he wants, to, he wants to do a great work in so many of our lives. Now, there's something I want to do this evening. Some of us will start our work with God really well. And it's like we've, we've, we've done really well, right? But somewhere along the way, things go wrong. And you may feel like the seeds that were sown have been destroyed. I had a vision once in the old building. I'll never forget it. I saw a field of, of, of seeds. And then I saw how the enemy came in with like this black liquid that tried to spray all the seeds to destroy them. But I want to tell you that God is a God who restores and a God who heals and a God who delivers. Remember what it said. He wants to save us. He's wanting to save us all the time. It's not just about eternity. It's about our daily life and walk with Him. So if you're sitting here this evening and you say, Pastor Alex, my life, my journey with God has been, was going so good, but something happened. And it feels like all the seeds that started in my journey just got destroyed or damaged. And I'm praying that God will get me back on track and everything will be restored. That's the word that God has given me. Is there anybody here this evening that that word is for you? Quickly put your hand up. Let me see where you are. Can I ask you to come to the front quickly? Don't be afraid. Come quickly. Don't, don't stay in your seat. Come, come, come. This word is for you tonight. Every seed that God has planted in your heart, that the enemy has come and desires to steal from you. I believe that tonight God is going to, is going to remove the enemy that tried to do that in your life from you. And he's going to restore. Amen. Amen. Can I have a little bit more piano here, please? Thank you. <clears throat> Amen.
Come, let's take a moment. Everybody bow your heads for just a moment. Come stretch your hands out towards them. Father, this evening we give you thanks that your Word, God, is everlasting. And what the enemy thought he stole or removed, Lord, I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that you would restore, that you would heal. Father, your Word says that if we have a soft heart, if we have a heart that is surrendered and yielded to you, that you will come and that you will touch us, that you will save us, that you will deliver us. Father, I pray right now that you will touch these that are standing in the front here this evening. God, that you will encounter them with your presence, that you will encounter them with your love. Holy Spirit, that you will fill them afresh tonight, that your fire, oh God, that fell on Mount Carmel, Lord, will come this evening and burn in their hearts once again, Lord. Lord, that you will set them ablaze for your spirit, for your presence, for your purpose, for your calling, oh God. Lord, let, let not one seed that you have planted in their hearts be lost, O God, but let it grow up and become the tree that you have called them to be, that will bear good fruit in their lives, and that fruit will be lasting and everlasting even to generations to come, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I release this over you right now. In Jesus' name, just stretch your hands out to heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus, just touch them now. Now, 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 now. There's the power of God now. There's the power of God right now. In Jesus' name, right now, right now, right now. Just receive it now. Just follow, Lord. In the name of Jesus, right now, right now. Your life is about to change. There's been a lot of darkness. That darkness is about to be removed now. I see how there was an individual that brought a lot of darkness into your life. Right now, that darkness is destroyed in Jesus' name. And I take every evil seed that was planted by the enemy in your life and I remove it now in Jesus' name. And know this, that where the light shines in the darkness, the darkness cannot comprehend it. I command all darkness to go now in Jesus' name. Be healed, be made whole. And know this, that the soil has been turned and prepared from this night, says the Lord. And I will begin to make all things new in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is about to do a miracle by touching you, by touching you in your belly, down low down. He's gonna touch you and He's gonna heal you and He's gonna bring change and deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, now, Father, thank you. There it is right now. There it is right now. Just receive it now. Be healed, be healed. I command in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Be made whole. Be made whole, Father. Every good seed. Every good seed, Father. Do not let the enemy steal anything. Make him new. Make him whole, Father. In the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Take the word. It's yours. Take the word. It's yours now. In Jesus' name right now. Fill him, Lord. Fill him up, God. Right now. In the name of Jesus, I give you thanks, Father. I give you thanks, Lord.
Amen. Can we give the Lord a clap? Amen. Amen. You got hardly anybody left. That's impressive. Amen. 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 See, it's the word of God and the spirit that opens your eyes to his word that allows you to have revelation. That revelation will change everything. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. The Word there is rhema, spoken Word. You see, it's when the Word is coming out of your mouth that it's powerful. Don't you love hearing yourself talk? (laughs) Hearing the Word come out of you is a very powerful thing when you, when, you have, when you have revelation. It brings complete change. Amen. Amen. It feels like you guys want to get ministered to or something. Amen. So let's do this. Let's, let's all stand for a moment. Let's just raise our hands. Father, we love you. These are your people, God, and they're hungry for you, Lord. So I ask, Holy Spirit, that you move on them tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you know their hearts, their desires, every situation they're facing. Lord, I just pray that you encounter them tonight for your glory. Lord, one touch with you. One touch with you, and we can never be the same. So I ask, Holy Spirit, that you encounter them right now. In the name of Jesus, touch them, Lord. I pray for marriages. I pray for young children, older children. I pray for you. I pray that God would encounter you, that you would experience His love and His power. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would fill them up tonight that they can never be the same again. Father, just fill this place, saturate this place with your presence. We honor you. We love you, God. We are here for you. We trust in you and no one else, nothing else, God, only you. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you come. Come into this place this evening. Come into this place, Lord. Let's worship just for a minute, just for one minute.
suffers from severe stress or anxiety like this, like we shared tonight, if stress or anxiety is something that you feel affects you, that it comes after you often, many times you'll feel like you're doing really well and suddenly you'll have this sudden anxiety or fear or stress. If that's you, quickly raise your hand. Let me see where you are. Come quickly, come quickly. Don't stay, don't stay up there. Come quickly. That's it, that's it. That's it. Come quickly. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. says be anxious of nothing be anxious of nothing you must not fear you must not allow the enemy to hold you captive don't allow him to remind you of your past don't worry you're not going to make those mistakes again you will not go down that path again amen in the name of Jesus Oh, hallelujah. The Lord's presence is very strong on you, Terry, right now. God's about to do something completely new in you. I see the Spirit of God is on you now in Jesus' name. And I see a fire, a fire. There's a fire that's gonna begin to burn bright in you like never before, Terry. For now the Lord says, I'm about to take you into the realm that you've desired, son. For you have desired the supernatural. God says that it's been a struggle for you. But now in this place, every altar that the enemy tried to set up in your life is broken and destroyed now in Jesus' name. And from this moment, from this day, from this night, things will be different. And there will be a new zeal that will come upon you this night that will cause you to walk in a joy that you haven't experienced because you have joy and then you suffer from anxiety. And then you have joy and then you suffer from anxiety. But the pattern is broken and destroyed tonight in Jesus' name. And the Lord says this, son, never look back. Never look back. Never look back, not even at yesterday, says God, for I will cause you to be a, a, not a forerunner, but a runner. You will run for me, says God. I will take you forward and you will never look back again. And there will be a fire on you where you will lay hands on others and their lives will be impacted and changed. For you have said, God, will you use me? Will you use me? Will I be able to pray for people and encounter you, God? And the Lord says, son, I will use you in the days that lie ahead. For this night, I will anoint you. I will anoint you tonight. And God says, I will use you powerfully in the days that lie ahead. Where you will put your hands on the hurting and the broken. And you will see my power flow. And you will see my healing flow through your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus, from this night, you cannot be the same again. You will not be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see how there's even an angel that's going to come. And he's going to help you, Terry. He's going to be ministering to you. He's going to be ministering on, on, on the Lord's behalf for you. I see how God is changing everything. In Jesus' name, And the spirit of poverty that followed you is broken and canceled and destroyed tonight. In Jesus' name, 
and you will never suffer loss. You will never suffer financial strain again in the name of Jesus. For this night, I see how heaven's armies even are standing and encompassing around you. I see how they look in amazement. Father, I give you thanks for what's happening right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Never the same in Jesus' name. Never the same, never the same. Never the same, never the same. Oh, never the same, never the same, never the same. How can He ever be the same again? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Come on, give the Lord a clap. Hallelujah. Oh, if you could only see what I see. Oh, God, I give you thanks. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't worry, those tongues were for me. They weren't for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want my, I want my leaders to come. Come, 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 come. I don't want you to pray long prayers. Just pray for them quickly. Put your hands on them. Let the power of God move now. Come quickly, come quickly. Ronnie and Sharon, come, 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 come. Now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, now, now. Never the same, never the same, never the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now touch your Lord. In Jesus' name.
come. Let's give the Lord a clap. Amen. No fear. No anxiety. In the name of Jesus. Walk in His freedom. Walk in His joy. Walk in His strength. Walk in His power. Amen. Take a seat for just a moment. Amen. you in this place. We depend entirely on you, God. Just have your way, Lord, in every life, in every family, in every person, in every individual, Lord. Have your way, God. Lord, don't let the enemy steal your word in our hearts. It's so powerful. It's so transformational. It has the potential to take us far beyond we ever imagined. Eye has not seen ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Lord, how, how would we react if we really knew the plans You have for us, the things You desire to do with us, through us? I pray, God, that we would have a hunger for more of You that we would go back to the foundational truths of your word, God, that we would desire to pray, to seek you again, God, that we would be hungry for more of your word, Lord, for more knowledge of your word, Holy Spirit, that you would show us and teach us things that we cannot possibly learn without you. For you are the one who reveals truth to us. You are our teacher. So open our eyes, God. Open our hearts, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now. Right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. If you need healing in your body, if you need healing in your body, come to the front now. Quickly. Come. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly. If you need healing in your body, amen.
pastors to come and pray with me, please.
powerfully in the days that lie ahead. You felt, you have felt, you've even said to yourself that I'm not good enough to do that for God. But the Lord says tonight, I believe that He is saying to you that you are more than good enough. And He says this, He says this, He says, always remember that in your weakness I am strong, says the Lord. He says he's, br he's brought you to a place where you have realized that your strength comes from above. God says, now that you know my power and you know my strength, the Lord says this. He says, take my hand and watch what I will do through you. Do not listen to what some have said about you in the past, what some have, have said to you, how they said that you wouldn't be able to do things. You would amount to nothing, but the Father says to you this evening that I will make you great because you will make my name great in the days that lie ahead. And there will be great joy that will come even to your family in the days that lie ahead. Father, I give you thanks that every yoke and every curse is broken and lifted now in Jesus' name. Right now, broken and lifted. Every bloodline curse Every altar that was established in the past is broken now. The blood of Jesus is on you and protects you and surrounds you and covers you and heals and delivers you because you walk in the light and you have sought my righteousness, says the Lord. 
And I have made you pure. I have made you clean. I have made you whole, says God. And the Lord says, in the days that lie ahead, you will begin to discover great and mighty things. And you will begin to have dreams. You will begin to dream. And I was teaching you about dreams this week. But the Lord says, you will have dreams in the days that lie ahead. You'll begin to see things. In the past, you didn't understand, but now you'll begin to understand what they mean when you have dreams. Remember, not every dream is from above, though, okay? So make sure that it's from Him. But when He gives you a dream, you will know. And your dreams will, He will show you things to come in your dreams. He will show you things, even in the lives of others. And the Lord says, I'm going to turn you into an intercessor. I'm going to turn you into a prayer warrior. And you will pray and intercede and your prayers will touch the lives of many. There will be many that will be touched and impacted by your, life, by your prayers, by your life. Your prayers will touch and change the lives of many, many, many in the days that lie ahead. And that prayer, you see, when you become someone that prays and you begin to, and you begin to intercede a lot, what happens is a prophetic anointing begins to come upon you. It's just a natural thing that happens. So as you are praying and interceding, the Lord will make you more and more prophetic in the days to come. And that will be a part of who you will be. There will be a prophetic anointing that will rest on your life and God will use you mightily in that dimension. Now, as for the sickness or whatever it is you came up for, that thing is canceled off you now and broken off you now. And you have been anointed by the elders and so receive your healing now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap and, a, and some praise, hallelujah. Come on, you can do a little bit better than that. Let's give the Lord a, let's give the Lord a big shout, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shab, you had to wait long. You deserve a chair. <laughs> Sorry about that. Amen. Hallelujah. So tomorrow we have our Vision Sunday. We're very excited about that.
Aleluya. So stretch your hands out towards them. Okay. Father, I thank you so much. Father, I thank you for this couple. I thank you for their lives, God. I thank you for their service in this house and their faithfulness towards you. I thank you for an unusual faith that you have, Maria, an unusual faith. It's like you don't understand how others don't believe some of the things that you believe. God says, I will take you to new dimensions of faith, new realms of faith. But there's a thing that has happened in your house. And this night, every curse that has come through the bloodline will be destroyed for I see I see how the enemy came in generations ago and it has caused generation after generation to be attacked but this night that that curse that altar is destroyed in Jesus name because you said Lord let it stop here let it stop with me. So tonight at the root where it came in, I curse in Jesus' name. I break its power now in the name of Jesus. And the Lord says, I will make all things new. I will make all things whole. And God, I pray that they will stand together. The two of them, Lord, will stand together in the days that lie ahead like they never even expected or imagined. And know this, says the Lord, that the day will come when you will look at all your children and all your children will be serving the Lord with joy and gladness. And every one of them will be serving me, says the Lord, and will be used by me for my glory. For I will take them, says God. I will take your children. I will take your seed and I will use it for my glory, says the Lord. For you have prayed and you have asked me, says God, and I have heard your prayers. And the Lord says, do not look and do not worry. Do not worry about what will happen for the Lord says, I will surely come with my mighty right hand, says the Lord, and I will expel, I will destroy the works of the enemy that have tried to come against you and your house in the mighty name of Jesus. This night, every hidden thing will be exposed. Every plan of the enemy is broken and lifted and destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. And know this, know this, know this. God says, son, he says, in the days that lie ahead, you will draw closer and closer to me. And the Lord says, the best days of your marriage are ahead of you. The best days of your marriage are ahead of you. And the two of you will run together with, with me, with the Lord. You will run with Him. You will run with Him in the days that lie ahead. And you will be closer than ever. And your children will look at you and they will say, how did this happen? 
how did this, how could this be? How, how, are things, how, did, this, how did this come? For the Lord says, the Lord says, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a heart that is soft. For there are many scars and wounds that came in through all the different things that happened in your life. And you've tried to hide it, even protect it. But God says, I will give you a heart that is soft, son. For your heart is pure before me. Do not worry about the mistakes that you have made, for I will make all things new. Even this word that was spoken tonight, this word was for you. For God says, I will not allow the seeds that have been sown in your heart to be stolen by the enemy. For I will take you in the days that lie ahead. Yes, I will. I will take you. I will take you and do things with you. I will do things with you, son, that you never even imagined in the mighty name of Jesus. And a boldness and a confidence is going to come upon you in the days that lie ahead. Where you will even lay hands and you will pray for others and you will see my hand move powerfully through you. But I'm going to do something, says God. I'm going to do something, not only not only will I do healing and miracles on her side, but I will do things on your side too. For there is restoration that will come. There is restoration that will come for there are, there are wounds, there are, there are deep wounds that have, been, that have been established by the enemy. But the Lord says, I will come in and I will bring healing in those broken places, in those hurt places. And even, even with your seed, the Lord says, I will bring healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. And I give you thanks for it, Father. I give you thanks for it. Take hands, take hands, take hands, take hands, take hands. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, Father, I pray for a fresh anointing, for a fresh wave of your Spirit to come upon them. Lord, that tomorrow morning when they wake up, they will feel so different. For the heaviness that has been around them, that has been on them, Father, it will be broken and lifted in this moment, in this moment. You have been faithful. Never the same. Never the same. Never the same. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 atmosphere has changed now. Come on, just raise your hands. Come on, let's sing that. Touch of your prayer. 
That's it, that's it. Just sing it gently, just softly. Just sing it to Him. tonight in this place we worship you God we come here week after week Father and we anticipate what you will do we know that you are supernatural and you can do anything God I pray for every person in this building and watching online God that you would touch them right where they are Lord, so often we come into an environment where your presence is moving, where you are moving, and we don't realize what's happening on the inside of us. I pray tonight, God, that you will move on every individual's heart. Cause our hearts to be right, Lord, to receive your word so that it changes us forever. We truly love you, and we truly thank you we put our trust entirely in you and in you alone. For there is truly none like you. You are the God who was and is and is to come. You are the Alpha and the Omega. The first, the last, beginning and end. You are our almighty God. Father, I pray for marriages. I pray for husbands and wives. I pray for children, God, for parents struggling with children. Lord, that you will bring healing and touch them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. For those that need a financial breakthrough, that you would come into that situation, Lord. Those that need a job, Father, that you would give them a job that you would provide, Lord, an opening, a position for them. Give them favor, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. More than anything, God, I pray that you would draw us, Father, closer and closer to you, that we would know you more and more and more. And so we love you. We thank you. We praise and we worship you in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen.